Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. 大家好 everyone. Okay, let's do a quick check-in before we start. I'm actually really excited to talk about this topic today because it's something that I can really relate to before I got pregnant and whilst I'm pregnant. But quick check-in: How has your past couple of weeks been? Okay, so last time we were here, we recorded both our podcasts. So we were going to Japan.、Mm-hmm. We travelled. It was lovely. We had a great time. We went for twelve days. Um, too long, too yes, short. Yes, it was a little bit too long. <laughs> yeah.、Um, when we were single, like married and single, no kids, it was great. We went for a month, but I think we were a little bit. We just thought about our old holiday, so we went thinking it would be the same,、mm-hmm. reminiscing, and we realized with a toddler, it doesn't really go to plan. It was a great holiday. I would not have changed it. I just think I would have changed a few things with traveling, like、yeah. times. Like we we didn't think of that when we booked the tickets either. And that is something we're going to be discussing later as、yes. well, traveling with a child. And、um, and you, you also did I something. I went on holiday also, but I didn't leave Taiwan. I went down to the south of Taiwan in, to a place called Kending, and I was child free.、Mm. And I stopped in a hotel that was also child free, no under twelves, and it was lovely. I'm not going to lie, I loved it. The first hotel we went to had three swimming pools, and it was full of children, and they were noisy, and it was annoying, and it's hot outside, and I'm pregnant, and I didn't want to be around kids. And people keep saying to me, "Oh, get used to it, get used to it." It's like, no, be quiet. I'm gonna go to this hotel. I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm gonna get used to it, you know.、Um, and it was great. No under twelves allowed. It was a beautiful hotel. Had a great time. Spent some time with my boyfriend, relaxing, chilling, kind of getting ready for. You know, I would say it was kind of like a baby moon. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, it was really、seen. nice. Yeah. So this week. We are going to be talking about is being a parent boring? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna start with saying that I heard this quote that everyone's saying on the internet right now that being in your thirties, childless or child-free is like being in your twenties but with money. Yeah. And I think now more than any time, a lot of women are. Choosing not to have kids, yeah, and a lot of men as well. A lot of families now are choosing to not have kids more than ever. So I'm going to ask you the question: Do you think being a parent is boring? Honestly, I don't think it's boring because every day I feel like I am challenged with my little one. Yeah, but but are those challenges boring? Not really. I don't think、okay. it's boring, but I do think it's very different to when you were single. Like it's a different type of challenge. Okay. Um, it's completely, you know, it, you can't compare to the two. But if I were a single person, like let's say I'm, I was still young in my twenties, I would find that boring. Like I would be like, oh, that's so boring. I'm not interested. That's really true because some of the things that I hear, some of my friends that are still, you know, that still don't have children that they do, I find very boring.、Yeah. Like we have a friend whose partner goes on holiday all the time and he parties all the time and they go out to clubs all the time. And for me, once in a while, but to be honest, I was never really interested in that anyway.、Yeah. Um, but for me, that kind of lifestyle is boring.、Yeah. But the vacation I just took with Colin. Where we were able to eat at any restaurant we wanted, we could stop at any hotel we wanted, we could go back at any time we、yeah. wanted. I remember you messaging me whilst you were in Japan, and you were like, "Well, I have to go back so she can have her nap,"、yeah. and it's like I didn't have to worry about any of that. 
Yes. You know, so that side of it could be a bit boring, right? It's like, okay, now I have to go back, have nap time, and wait around while she's napping. Yes, it is. um, Also, at the same time, like, if you're not parents like me where you're laid back, like, we let her just nap in the stroller. Like, and sometimes we just let her nap 10 minutes, and then we're like, okay, you're good. Let's carry on. Yeah. But some people really care about that nap because your child does become very irritable, grumpy. We were very lucky with Kira. Um, So, yes, it is boring. And like you said, I would not find, I would find someone who parties a lot's life boring. Yeah. For them, it might not be. But I do enjoy going to a nice restaurant and not having to struggle or fight with my toddler to sit nicely and, Mm -hmm. and not to throw things off the table. I'm not saying that she does that every time, but it's really hard with a child. Yeah. And you forget that completely. And so I think when you are going on a nice holiday and you can just enjoy and swim and not worry like oh my child's gonna fall in the pool and drown you know Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it it does sound so lovely and i think also like not everyone we have to change the argument slightly not everyone that doesn't have kids likes the party lifestyle either some people who don't have kids you know they like to go hiking they like to travel they have more freedom with their travel with their time closest friends in south africa she has her hair color is a different color every week mm-hmm. and she does it herself she told me she is never going to get married she doesn't want kids and mm-hmm. she's so happy she says yeah. it's so nice she's the her own um she was she was like i'm my own pilot to my life yeah and i get to if i want to go do this i don't have to ask anybody i don't have to be like let's do this today she just does it and she, and she was like and i'm happy to be that crazy aunt that everyone you know i like to spoil other people's children but she was like at the end of the day i go home to my nice little apartment it's very quirky she's got great taste and she's like and i'm left alone and she's yeah. like i love that yeah and I was like, that's amazing. It does sound like a great life. And some people are happy with that. And, and financially as well. Yeah. I, Your money is yours. You don't have to share. You yeah. don't need to buy any clothes, underwear. Like right now, I was just thinking, you know, there's so many things we don't think about when we are single wanting to have a child. But I then... also think it's okay for mums to say it's boring being a mum. Yeah. Whether you're exhausted. And it's not, and I just want to say, I don't think it's boring. It, it is boring, but it's also very lonely, especially if uh-huh. you're in a country that, you know, you, you don't really get on or you don't have the same interests as people or the mothers in the country. Yeah. And I, th- yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big one. And I think that some mums enjoy singing ABC and doing finger puppets and watching TV I with really their kids. I really can't be bothered. Like, I'm not that mom. And Sorry. some people don't, and they find that type of thing boring. So they don't want to do it. And I think we're all different, but I don't think it's a shameful thing to admit if you're a parent that you find being a parent boring. Because yeah. there are going to be boring moments. And yeah. now I'm pregnant, I'm sat there, and I'm I'm only four months right now, but you know, as it goes on, I'm starting to think, oh, my life is going to change. And I'm like, oh, is my life going to become boring? It like, will be. It's like, going to be a little bit plainer. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, God, like, when I think about having to take a child back to a hotel for a nap when I'm on vacation, you know, I want to have a glass of wine. I want to walk along the beach. This and do is why, it. everyone, you need a child that you have trained that can sleep anywhere. Yes. You don't want to. You make the mistake, but the night noise, the blackout curtains, do not do it. And some of us cannot afford nannies. Yeah, but I was like, do not do it because my child falls asleep with traffic, people beeping, people fighting because we never did that. We do the night noise machine, but only at night. 
we and so she sleeps anywhere and it's great because we can have a glass of wine and she's sleeping there i don't care what other people think no it's okay to have a glass of wine i know that it's okay to have a bottle of wine yes like like when i was in japan we we had you know we had our little dates and our child was just sleeping and you know i could see people looking at us because there was no one else you know around with their child and i'm just like we're still gonna enjoy our holiday it's also our holiday not just her holiday yes of course but i'm also at the point which probably will change after a month of being a new parent. But I am at the point where I do want to be at a restaurant and I do want to be telling my child to sit down. And I do want to be putting a high share there and feeding them. No, yes. I'm 33 on yeah. Sunday, tomorrow. I'm 33. They say that women have and this biological clock inside. That yeah. They, my, um, my friend who was like 40, um, she said to me that just one day she woke up and her uterus spoke to her. Yeah. Like, literally, she was like, it's time. And she never got married. She didn't have a boyfriend. She literally went to a sperm bank yeah. and was, like, choosing. She says, you get to choose. And she found someone who looks very similar to her. Very weird. And she was just like, I'm going to do it. And she's financially fine. She yeah. did it. But she said that before that, she never wanted children. No, and that's, that's, how I, that's what I was saying at the beginning. I can really relate to that because... I think all the way up until I met Colin, I didn't want to have kids. And I met Colin when I was like, what, 28, 29, 28, 29. And I was adamant, I'm not having kids, I'm not interested in it. I was that person that would be like, I'm never gonna change my mind. And as I got older and people still saw how strong I was in it, they're like, yeah, she's definitely not gonna have kids. And then I met Colin and and I live in Taiwan and it's very family orientated. And it just hit me and I was like, oh my God, do I want kids? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. And then I freaked out because I've got health anxiety and I was like, I don't think I'll be able to carry a baby and not freak out and Mm -hmm. do all of that. And it just hit me and then I was like, no, F it. I want kids. I want at least one, you know. Now I'm pregnant with one, I'm starting to think about the second already and I'm like, no, (laughs) just get this one done first, you know. Yeah, so like like you, I I didn't want to say this the other day when you told me uh, when we were talk, discussing our podcast, I did not want kids. I was really, really against having children of my mm. own. Um, and also because I never loved somebody, a partner, as much as I um, like loved them as much to have a child with them. And then yeah. when I met Alec, I was like, I want a child with this person's DNA. Yeah, like, I was like, I want a baby with you. It is like that you meet the right person yes. and then it almost... And it was like yeah. overnight, like I t- we, me and Alec were both like, we don't want kids. And you know my husband, he is someone who's like, okay, he d- was not for it in the beginning and he slowly got into it and then one day he was just like, let's do it. And I was just like, this is my chance because he might change his mind. And we have Kira. And then when Kira, like, when you got pregnant, I got really broody. Like, yeah. I was like, I really want a baby now. Like, and he's and like, she's I'm, three now, so it's yeah. like... And I was like, I really want another one. Um, and Alec was saying, like, is it because all your friends are pregnant? And I was just like, I don't know. It's like something in me. I just want to be pregnant again. And now it's gone. Like, I, yeah. now I'm happy. Like, I was saying to him, like, I'm happy that maybe she's a single child. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah. there was a time where I was really broody, like I was itching, like I was every day saying to him, like I really want another one. Yeah. I want another one just like her. And that could come back, yeah. especially because a lot of, uh, uh, most people I know that have two kids, they wait until their child's like four or five. It, it could also be because, you know, she was so great and she had such a great personality. Not saying she doesn't have one now, but she's now become really sassy. Yeah. Really attitude that I'm just like, I'm glad that we only have one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't Can't know if I have the it. energy for two. 
Um, do you think? Do you think Alec finds it boring being a parent? Yeah, I know. I I, mm, I think he finds it really boring, but at the same time, I didn't. I don't think he realized what he was getting into. Okay, like that makes like sense. Like we all both didn't realize. Like we thought we knew, and it's just people kept telling us it's gonna be so hard. It's it, your life is going to change dramatically and I was just like yeah I know but not it can't change that much you know like mm, mm. you know I've seen my family do it I've helped babysit it's so different when it's do your you know child. what I think's really hard and I was discussing this with Colin the other day uh, that's harder for you to is most Taiwanese women and foreign men that are here the foreign men don't have their families here right but the women do but with you and Alec you both don't have your families here yes. so that's even more difficult and everyone I know that is a parent has always said to me like when they found out I was pregnant here from England they say do you have like friends do you have family like who do you have there to support you because that support network is a massive thing you, literally when they say it takes a village to um, raise, raise a, a child. child it really does mm. like I really thought I could do it all and it's not because my parents I'm not close with my mom like my, I'm very close to my mother my mother is was ill she's fine now and then COVID hit and she could not travel mm. it was like really life-threatening for her and I was telling myself like I can do it I've done all these things by myself I gave like I just thought like I'm gonna give birth it's gonna go smooth like I had all of this these thoughts in my head that how it was gonna go and when I did have her my birth went according to how I thought it would but like after that it just I don't know how to explain it like I wish someone had prepared me more because yeah. I kept telling myself like it's gonna be great I'm gonna be this mom like there's this show called Yummy Mummies on Netflix, and I watched that, and I'm like, I'm going to be a yummy mummy. I'm going to be in my little dresses. Like, They've got nannies and, like, and millions of dollars. I just and, didn't know yeah. how hard it was that I just was like, how are they doing this? How yeah. are they going out for breakfast every day and yeah. taking a newborn? Like, I didn't and, leave the house for, like, two months. Yeah, but it does annoy me a little bit when people say, I get that people are trying to prepare you to become a parent, and they're like, everything's going to change, it gets really hard, but everyone's life is different also. But at the same time, I think when you experience it, then you will know, like, ah, this is what they were talking about, because I was exactly the same, like, oh, No, but know, I do get that, but then you've also got to remember the support system you have around yes. you, the type of work you're doing. Yes. Like, not only did you not have family here... You also have a husband that started a business, yeah, and can't be with you all the time the way that maybe you thought he would be. Oh yes, so yeah. So yeah, all yeah, of I those things that. were, and the, and you have to weigh up a lot of things. Like so, mums out there, if other mums are saying to you everything's going to change, it's going to be yeah, it is, and it is going to be different to what you probably expect. But just weigh up your life compared to other people's as well. Yeah. It's not going to be the same struggle that they have. Yes, everyone's slightly different, and it's not embarrassing to say that you're bored of being a parent, especially when the baby's a baby yeah um but what i was looking at um was some statistics i read through this survey and they were saying that 40 percent of the participants felt that five was the most fun age and this is thought um to be down to improved communication skills and development of good sense of humor the survey also found that parents had the least fun with uh, 10 to 12 year old children. Mm -hmm. So I think if you are feeling like, oh, it's really boring right now, 
this survey says like 45% agree, but five, the age five is like supposed to be a really good age. Yes, so I have to agree with that. I love the age Kira's at now. She's not five yet, but I love it because she can speak. She can tell me what she wants. Mm -hmm. She can play with me. We can go out. I don't have to worry that, you know, we need to, I did not like the newborn stage. I don't know mm -hmm. if other people do, but the newborn stage was so boring. All they did was sleep, poo, cry, and like, I never knew what she wanted. And then my mom told me, that she did not like the 12 to 15 because you go from this cute child and cuddly to this awkward stage of becoming a teenager so my mom was like you weren't really cute and you weren't like pretty or like you know attractive because you were like your teeth were too big for your mouth and like your boobs were growing but they were like not you know like you just looked awkward she, everyone she was, does at that age yeah. so yeah. she was just like it was just not a good age and you were back chatting so you weren't cute so it was really hard to like not get angry with you because my mom would be like you know if you were cute it was hard like okay you know that's so bad though <laughs> like your aesthetics change how her mood is i know so i was just like you know <laughs> oh and then now i get what she said because i see the kids at our school and i'm just like mm, 12 is not mm -mm, mm -mm. like 8 to 12 i'm like that's not a cute stage. and they start smelling i have yes. to be honest now yes. i'm pregnant i can smell everything and sometimes i'm next to these kids who have just done pee and i'm like oh like hair, I, I can smell hair a lot. It's so bad though. It's like, really I can bad. I smell it too, and I'm just yes. like, why? Did you guys not wash? It like smells like a dead. I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I don't you guys need to wash after. Yes, teenagers sweating. Not that they're going to be listening. So, do you think um, it's selfish to not have kids? No, no, it's your choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's actually good. The world is overpopulated. It's not like we need more children. But no, but what's wrong with people? But What's wrong with overpopulation? What's wrong with people? Yeah, but there are babies out there, you know, like, I was just saying, like, you can go adopt, you know, I should take my own advice, but, yeah. you know, um, I don't think it's selfish. I have an aunt who lives in Germany, my dad's side of the family, and she doesn't have any kids. And yeah. We always would... thought, like, she, we always thought she would get married, but she's now, like, 80. She's still single. I would say that it's more selfish to have kids if you're not ready to have kids and mm. it's not something you really want to have. Like some people have kids because the grandparents want them to have kids and they're like, oh, okay, fine. I'll have kids for the grandparents. That is very true in Asia. I don't very know true. In other countries that they have the child, they plan for the child uh, because they know I'll just leave it with my mom and I'll just go live my life. Yeah. You have a child. I wanted to have my daughter. I told I didn't want to have kids before, but I wanted to have one with my husband's DNA and I wanted to be raising my child and be there for all of the memories and stuff. And I just find it weird when I hear parents like, oh, yeah, no, I don't like I'm not involved in my child's life as much. I just sometimes go out with them and my mom will come with and take over. I'm yeah. not saying that I'm judging. What I'm saying is it's just odd to me that. You would choose to have a you child for your children, parents. But then you don't, you're not that involved. Is, it is a lot more here. And p grandparents here do dominate and they do just take the baby. And then I know my, my boyfriend's, uh, his sister, when she had her first baby, her husband's mum wanted the baby and she took the baby down to Kaohsiung while she's in Taipei, which for anyone who doesn't know is like a four hour drive or about a two and a half hour HSR, like fast trained there. And she didn't see her child for two years. Yeah. She raised the child for two years and they were fighting and arguing to get the child back and Colin's mum was really angry that they'd done that and she didn't do that with the second. So it is a big thing here. But honestly, it's still a thing in Western culture as well. 
pe- grandparents pressure children to have a, m- children and then I think it's really selfish for these women who don't want to have kids to then have kids just because they, they feel pressured yeah. to um I did Google like the top five reasons that people are choosing not to have kids and they were career, environmental reasons like the earth Mm. and kids are too expensive, their desire to travel and their partner doesn't want to have kids. So they were, they were some of the reasons the desire to travel stroke, like kind of popped out to me a bit more because I remember when I was at university, there was a girl called Amy on my course and she was 29 and she already had a six year old daughter and she was like, she fell pregnant. The dad didn't want to really be that involved. She took her baby and she traveled the world. Yeah. There are people like, um, staying on those, um, boats, but it's like a, wind boat I don't know, mm-hmm. a sailing boat and they have a baby and they travel the world and mm-hmm. i was watching their youtube channel and i thought that's amazing because i i just feel like i can't i can't cope with my child on land and they're doing it on water where they have you know limited food and they have to get to a certain place so you can still do it it just takes more planning i think sometimes we limit ourselves yeah you know, I know a lot of parents that are like, no, 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 can't stay out now. No, nine o'clock bedtime, yeah. got to be back. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't have to do that all the time. Like, you don't can, limit yourself. You know, be a little bit more flexible with your bedtime. I'm not saying every night. Well, during the week, we're very strict. But if we know we're going to a friend's house, we are flexible. Mm-hmm. Your child can sleep on your friend's bed or in their extra room yes. if they allow. Like, I don't know. Oh, no, like, we can't go there. My child doesn't eat this. They won't eat that. Like, and it's when like, I was little, we just slept, like, on the couch. Like, we Mate. would go for barbecue yes. and just fall asleep. It'll be a late barbecue. No one would care. The next day, we'd wake up and go home. Like, yeah. it, it's... It's just, I don't know, times have changed so much that now it's just like everything is so regiment. Like, you must be at this time. We need to do this. And it's just like there's no compromise. I wonder if that's because people are feeling too much pressure to be a certain way. I don't know. I just, I feel judged sometimes because when I, when Pete, when I meet Taiwanese people and I'm just like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll just like, you know, on the weekend, we're very, very flexible. We, we go home at this time, we'll nap outside. And they just like, look at me like, oh no, we can't Well, do sometimes that. they do that with you when you just let her like run around outside without shoes on. Oh yes. But I mean, <laughs> I ran around with no shoes on. I me don't too. understand. And I'm I used to pee like, and I used to climb trees yeah. and I used to do all of those things. Get I used to get stuck in a tree, in a tree you know, all the time. I got stuck in a tree once at a party for the whole party that they realized I was gone when my parents came to fetch me and they came and found me in the tree I was like yeah. five years old I got my legs stuck in a tree like in between two branches and I was screaming and like my nan had to come and help me and like get my leg out of the tree we did happened to me stuff. twice the same tree different days <laughs> <laughs> didn't learn my lesson you were like I'll try it again it will fit this time um okay so I did look at some pros of being a parent so if you are pregnant like me maybe this will cheer you up (laughs) um you fit in better with a peer group so maybe your friends I know someone right now he probably will be coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks actually but at the moment all of his friend group are pregnant or having kids and he's the one person in his friend group that's not and he was like cat I'm really fed up of listening to people talk about pregnancy. And I was just like, oh, come on, our pregnancy podcast. Where you go? <laughs> but he's coming to visit me for two weeks and I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, but I don't talk about it like that all the time, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, fitting into maybe your group of friends. Um, you have something to focus on other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to focus on something else other than yourself, yes. right? 
Um, you're never bored, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be honest, you are never bored when you're in the moment. But when you think about what you've done in the day, you're like, mm, that's quite boring. Like, all I've done today is run after my child and, you know, take her out. It's stuff. like that, I sent you that meme, that um, funny clip the other day of that woman. And she's just like, take him off me. Get rid of the baby. I don't want to deal with him. And then she walks away and she's like, I need my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're you like, know. I don't want to do this with her. And then you'll be like, I want to go home and see her. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You missed yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have time for self-care and for other relationships. I think that's a con, a pro. It's a pro because it says you have time for self-care, which means you take the time out of your day. As a parent, okay. you make time for yourself, and then you also have other relationships because you are ta you are making an effort. Because as a parent, it's really hard to keep relationships right. So I think that's what oh that no. Means. So this sorry, this is pros of um, not having kids. Oh, these are the pros of not having kids. Okay, 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 okay. Carry on. And then the cons of having kids. Yeah, so the okay. pros, yeah. So you fit better with your peer group. Oh, no, so I've said it the other way around. So that just proves, actually, you can flip it either way. Yeah. You can flip this either way in any way. Yeah. You can dedicate your time to your career and other interests that will help you, will, will help the world as a whole. I'm sorry, I'm not really, like, a help the world sort of person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, no, I get that. Cons of not having, or cons of having kids you have limited time and energy for your own pursuits mm -hmm. That's you, ha true. you have to worry about your child who is who is dependent on you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have to make life decisions based on what's best for someone else rather than what's best for yourself i think some people really struggle with that that is really hard that is something that i struggle with often yeah Not for myself uh, when i make decisions for her you're always worried that you're going to make a decision that will hurt your child like we said last time on our podcast yes. right and some parents don't realize that the decision that they're making is actually for themselves, not yes. for the child. They think it's for the child. You will miss out on what many consider to be crucial a crucial life role. Yeah. So people say that, like, when you say, oh, I don't want to have kids, a lot of people are going, oh, you've got to. You don't want to miss out on all of this mm. and that and blah, 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 you know, experience of it all. And... I mean, this, I completely 100% agree with this one. If you choose not to have kids, and this sounds really selfish, but you won't have anyone to take care of you in old age. Yeah, no one will visit you. Um, it's quite lonely. Yeah. But if you are like my aunt and my best friend in South Africa, um, you will have your friends, your, your, you know, your family members, children, if you are close and have a good relationship with them, they will visit you. So not necessarily you won't have anyone looking after you. But... I just always, I have said to friends who are thinking about having children and they're like worried, mm -hmm. I'm always like, I don't regret the decision. But that's, yeah. I've never regretted my decision. Some people do. Yes. And, and so, we know someone that does. Yes. And, and they do regret having a kid. I plan for Kira and I, and I just am so happy and in awe because I just, I'm so happy that I, I keep looking at her and thinking, wow. Like, she is 50% me and 50% Alec, and it's someone I love, and I'm just so happy to just have someone that represents that. But if it's if you get pregnant and it's not necessarily someone you love, then I can understand why you regret the decision. So I always say to them, like, if yeah. you are in love, you got married, you want to have a child to experience it, I was like, it is hard, but I really enjoy being in her company like I love being with Kira like I'm yeah. always in every time she wants to spend the day with me I'm just like I feel so um honored because 
I'm just like, she wants to spend the day with me, you know, yeah. like me. But even, mommy. you know, there's not always the conventional way of having a child. Not everyone has to be in love and be married. Yes. I know someone here who owns a school and she's not interested in having a relationship with anyone, male or female. So she went to America and did IVF and had a baby on her own. And she's got a lot of money, so she's very financially secure. And she's got a lot of family here that can support her as well. Yeah. And she went and did the same again. And she's got two kids now, doesn't doesn't know the father, nothing. Like, oh, no, that, that chose, people do. Like my you know, friend, I told you, she, uh, in, uh, the 40-year-old in South Africa, she um, had the implant done. And mm. there were triplets in there. And I just thought to myself when she sent me the ultrasound, this was like when I was also pregnant with Kira. Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. I I don't want to be like three. Are you are you crazy? And then she was like, oh, but you know, it because it's IVF. Usually, you know, you lose some, and literally, within a few months, she was like, oh, there's only one left, and she had a little girl, very cute, and she's so happy. She's like, this has really. She's like, it's filled a gap in my life that I didn't even know that existed. Yes. But she's single. Like she was like, I chose somebody, and I looked at pictures. I looked at his past, like the medical history, all these things, and she was like, he has brown hair like me and you know like lots of features same type of nose she was like the reason why they do this is because they don't, you don't want your baby coming out looking like completely different to like my baby is going to but yes. I'm in that relationship but that's because you're yeah. in the relationship she was like when you do these things there's a lot of things to consider some people want different but she was like I want a baby that looks very similar to my family um, line and she was just like you know um this made her happy and she's happy with the choice she made but she was like yeah, of course you can go for a different race whatever but she was like this is what she wanted so that she could look at her baby and see herself yeah more. no i can understand and i was that. just like that's amazing do you think uh, you just made me think then when you said i can't remember you said something that made me think do you think people that find being a parent boring are the people that maybe just had really interesting lives before Probably, but because also... Because if you don't, um, maybe that I does fill a gap. I also think a lot of people who have kids out of, like, they forced to have children, you know, maybe religious reasons, maybe um, they were a teen mom, but they, because of, you know, it was too expensive to go to, um, you know, one of those clinics. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of resentment, right? So for them, they think it's just a chore, like being a parent, it's... Uh, a job a chore and they just think about their life when they were single because they just think that was so much better and i like this child it's always the child has done nothing to you but parents will be like this child has ruined my life yeah and i always like i see that sometimes with some of my not even friends just sometimes i see it when people are talking about children and i just want to be like the child's not done anything to you would you say that's more westerners or Taiwanese that say that um I don't know because I I don't want to say any names but I are they I, Western or Taiwanese the one of them is Taiwanese and, and one the other Western. one is a Westerner and I have actually my best friend's mom was a teen mom she was 15 or 16 and she tells her every time like I never ever once thought of getting rid of you and she always like makes sure that her child knows that she was very wanted yeah and no resentment whereas I have friends who had children much later like in their 20s and they didn't necessarily want to have a child at that time but they just thought that was the right thing to do and then when they talk about how they like miss their old life and that the child is just more of a burden they just, resent not having to like have experienced yeah. life before they had and a they, child and they make it very clear that you know 
this is not what they want. And I find it very weird because it's a Taiwanese person when they were saying that. And I'm just like... Because here, I find the parents in Taiwan, every time, I, just my experience, I'm not stereotyping, every parent that I've met that's Taiwanese here, they do a really good job. Yeah. Like they are really invested and they are really involved. And I also know that it's also in their culture that the parents expect something back when they're older. Yes. So it's like you, like here, you would never put your grandparents in an old people's home. Never. They live with you. If you, you do, look it's after very them. shameful and yes. very disrespectful. Yes. Um, so it's almost like I'm going to do my very best to raise you and do everything for you, but and then also, you owe it back to me when I'm older. Yes, and I, but that that also to me is wrong. Like right. I love Kira, I make sure, but she does not owe me anything. Like I I I, I want to have a relationship where she wants to hang out with me when we're yeah, older of course. and look yeah. after me. But if she chooses not to, I'm not going to be like You're not going to be like, do you know what? I paid for your college and I raised and you. I and I feel like in Taiwanese culture, some par- some kids do not want to necessarily have their parents living with them when they just get married or look after them. No. And they are forced to. And I feel like it is something, it's a culture thing. Not everyone wants to and maybe it is okay for your parents to live by themselves. But as soon as you say like, hey, um, even if you're not putting them in, I'm not saying old age home, I'm saying like maybe you buy them an apartment. It's very normal here to buy an apartment give it to your parents to live in if you they, can afford that God, yes, property and, is very and, expensive. and the thing is people get offended they're like oh no how dare you you know like i raised you and i just think that I is don't also think, very yeah, toxic i don't think i could live with parents-in-law or my parents so you see but um, that's why also not being a single child is sometimes quite important yes because I don't have to worry about that with my boyfriend because he's got a brother and sister and the sister lives at home with the parents. Yeah. I don't think she's going to leave. West meets East. So we were going to quickly discuss about travelling with children because that can also put people off. Yes. People who want to like see the world, and you've just travelled with your daughter to Japan. Yes. What would you say are some tips? We can say that this is more West meets East kind yes. of area as well. So, what would you say are some tips that you have for travel? The so my tips are our <laughs> flight was at Xanax. Eight. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of Xanax, everyone. No, I'm joking. Okay, so I was, um, we booked our flights and they were really well priced and then we realized why our flight left at 8 p.m. and we arrived close to 12 a.m. in Japan. Actually, it worked out great. I thought it was going to be a big problem, but she fell asleep on the airplane. So before we get on the airplane, you make sure that you go at the airport, you make them run up and down, you play a game with them, like, I'm going to catch you or, you know... um, make sure that you tire them out yes tire them out (laughs) no sugar before the flight no sugar um maybe a snack because this was a budget airline i've never been on a budget airline i did not know you have to pay for your own snacks yeah so we did get a few snacks um we tired her out she watched a little bit of ipad and then i asked her like hey um are you feeling tired and she was like yeah a little bit so i let her lean up against me and fall asleep she slept through the whole flight i even carried her off the airplane all the way to luggage control and then she kind of woke up and was like where am i um and she's heavy mum arms yes i was three yes i carried her like 
and oh my god with my husband let me just let you know that he is um cripple no yes <laughs> yes he's, <laughs> no, a, he's like not. i want it to be like he is kind of a cripple he's got a limp he he's has, recovering he's recovering yeah. from really bad he's um, doing really well recovering accident. as well and this trip has been great because he's really it's done well for him mm. um i wanted to buy a luggage where you can put your child on it so you can pull them along yes i've get seen tired. those i saw other kids with it i think it's a great thing i did not buy one because i th- in the picture the wheels look really small so i was like those are gonna break but actually in real life when i saw it i was like mm, it's nice um we did take the stroller with us and we did not okay so first mistake we did not use bags that had wheels we used like um duffel bags yeah i don't bag? know why you chose to do that i don't know why in my head i thought it was easier to pack now in hindsight i'm like no that was a terrible idea but we were lucky we had a stroller so we just put it we put the stroller down like in sleeping position Mm -hmm. and we put the duffel bags on top and kira walked so um that's what eventually happened wherever we so you would recommend up to what age should someone keep taking a stroller um i think this will, will be our last trip with a stroller okay um I think three is okay. I don't know if some people's three-year-olds don't like to walk as much. Some people's do. Our one, she can walk for ages. She doesn't really get tired. She, she acts like she's tired. But um, we only took it because we thought maybe when we go eat for lunches and stuff, she could take a nap. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing. Um, the second thing is to take extra clothes onto the airplane um we did not we thought because it's summer we didn't know that like okay let's take a jacket but it did get a bit cold on Mm. the airplane so we did have to ask for like a little blanket um and an extra diaper she did not use the diaper she uses she used her panty but in case like they need to pee or or they fall asleep just put it on and if they don't feel comfortable using the toilet because a lot of kids don't feel comfortable using a big toilet that's not their own Yeah. They like, you know, need to get to know the toilet before. I feel like whenever I've gone away with Taiwanese people or like my boyfriend's family, they always seem really on it more than westerners yes like i I was saying to you with my friends who go camping i'm like do you have scissors they're like yes do you have the nail clippers like i don't think of these they'll have like five power banks yes they'll have all these different tissues i'm like how do you guys wipes hand sanitizer hair brushes like everything and like i would just like to make an example we went away to japan we met our friends there who are from taiwan um and we played at this indoor um, playground for the whole day Kira was fine that day and their child ha- had been sick vomited and literally the mom she's telling me she c- grabs a bag and she just starts pulling out all these cleaning, <laughs> cleaning essentials and yeah. I was just looking at her like oh my gosh I even went up to my husband and was like we went to Disneyland. Kira was fine. She ate lunch. She vomited. I literally was like, she she vomited. I caught it and threw it in the bin. Caught it, threw it in the bin. We oh, did not have wet wipes. We did not have anything. So I had to be like, quickly, quickly, let's go to the bathroom. I had to wash my hands, wash her. Oh, she no. didn't get anything on her dress. But I was just like, Alec, we need to be like this. Like, grab yeah. a bag, have the sanitizer, have wipes, have a towel. I don't know what they had. They just had everything. Like, literally, it was like, and it was done. Like, it was a big mess. And... I looked down and was finished that both the husband and her were like on it. Yeah, because even when I travel with Colin and we don't have a child yet, he's like that, just in general, like you, your phone will never run out of battery with him. You know, that all of these things that- I hate that it, my phone is like yeah, 40%. Super organized. 
Um, but then just say that I have seen Western people on aeroplanes pull out these like blow up beds and gadgets. And it's blowing up and the little child's sleeping so yeah. snug. But I First class for the child. I must be honest, you don't really need that because your child is so small. Kira could just curl up and like sleep on your, like her head was I on I know, but lap. you might not want them and, on you the whole time. Uh, yeah, but I meant like, you know, when you are traveling you don't want to be carrying all these gears like i don't know yeah, like the way they lot. do it here they'll pack it all in and have these magic bags and it's the just bag like... that i saw it's a pulley and you can fit it in the middle where you're sitting and use it you don't need to blow anything up ah. you can make it into a bed like like the bag fits and then the seat is there and you can make the child sleep so i was like alec i'm gonna get that next and if time. you're rich you can just go to first class or business class and some of them have this bed inside the back of a seat and you take the lid off the the seat in front and it's like a bed for a baby oh yes uh, oh they have that in economy as well but um you have to book it so we did that when we went to america Oh. We booked it for our little one. Make sure your child is less than 17 kilos. Kira was 18 months. She sat in, she was like in first class. She sat in there. She was like sleeping, woke up, ate her roll in there. Even though they told Perfect. me when there's turbulence, you need to take your child out. I did not because I, I just strapped her in. But I was just like, she's sleeping. I'm not going to like wake pick her, her up, up and wake her up. Yeah. Um, and they didn't say anything. But yes. Um. I you think know. that aeroplanes now are that making it a lot easier for parents to travel. Another thing. They're trying to. With traveling with your child. We went there to Japan when we were, you know, single, just met each other, had an amazing time. So we booked the places we wanted. Uh, we went to Ginza first. We had a great time. We went with Kira to um, uh, Disneyland and walked around and took her to like parks so she had fun then we went to Kyoto and Osaka we booked all these like mm. animal places made sure that they weren't abusing the animals because I don't like to support business like that and we went and she had a great time our last stop was Shibuya it was great but then we were walking you know there's a big crossing there where everybody walks it's very famous and we realized this is not good with a child like people uh, are pushing you if you lose her in that crowd it's really hard to get her back and we've taught her how to say my phone number and my name the problem is it's all in mandarin so she's right. in japan so i was saying to alec like it's really dangerous you and teach her in english yes and i yeah. was like it's really dangerous also if we lost her at the train station, the trains are not like here where you get on the train and there's a gate that opens and closes. So if you're walking up against the train and someone knocks you and you fall towards the train, you're not going to get like squished. Whereas in Japan, some places don't have that. It's just bare. So the well, train... in England, we don't either. Yeah, we don't so have that barrier. I was saying to Alec, like, we have to be really, really careful with Kira. She needs to walk on the outside away from the train on the other hand. Yeah. And also, if the doors open we taught her like do not just go out sometimes she does that out of curiosity and we were like so re basically researching where you're traveling yes and making sure that you have conversations with your child to say this isn't the same as taiwan yes and yeah i told her you don't know. just run out you do not leave mommy and daddy you stay close to mommy and daddy and always hold our hand when we are walking or yes hold onto our clothes because sometimes we were like carrying stuff um, in Shibuya, we try to go to have dinner at these, like, you know, meat on a stick places, barbecue. And they wouldn't let us in because they were like, no, under 
20 year olds allowed because of, they were selling alcohol and were just like what it's not even a bar but yeah they, i know it was just not a child friendly area at all like i couldn't find diapers i ran out of diapers could not find a single pharmacy with diapers in it i eventually walked and walked i walked maybe 11 kilometers out of shibuya i wanted to get my exercise into um and found diapers and they only had one size which was a large three three diapers in a bag and i was just like okay i hope this is gonna fit her um and then also we were walking around and kira needed to pee and i asked someone in the shop like hey my three-year-old is potty training do you have a bathroom and they were like no and then i translated like please can she use the bathroom or she's gonna pee on the floor um and they were like really like no we we can't let her use the bathroom so i carried her running downstairs now and she's like saying like i'm gonna pee i'm gonna pee and i'm running downstairs to another person i go up to a lady and she's like oh okay and she like goes to the back and i thought she was gonna go get a key and she comes with a translator and i'm like my child needs to pee they're like sorry no and i'm like where do you pee they're like no we can't let her use our staff bathroom i'm like it's not for me it's for my my child yeah so i'm running across the street to the family mart because usually um family marts in japan have toilets yeah in this area family marts do not they were like sorry we don't have a toilet <sighs> literally there's a pub it's called like irish pub something i know she's not allowed to go in there it says no under 20 so i will run in there with my child i know pubs have toilets and i'm just like i'm so sorry and he's like oh like smiling i'm like oh and i'm like i need to use your bathroom my child needs to pee really badly and he's like no 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 come in come in and he like lets me use it and alec orders a beer he finishes his beer i use the bathroom too we come out I'll go wait outside because I know like it has a sign to say no children are mm, allowed mm. and Alec finishes his beer and I was like a, a bar guy understood like I need my child to pee we did not bring out an extra diaper that day so I was just like if she pees herself then we have to like walk all the way back my husband can't we look we were on a hill as well so I was just like this is ridiculous yeah that's so we were like we just think we had a great time in Shibuya but we need to research because we realize it's just not a child-friendly place. And that's something your husband said to me last time we were out for dinner. He did say, he was like, when now, before you have your child, any restaurant or bar or any place you go to, check out, is it child-friendly? Yeah. Do they have high chairs? Do they accept children? All of this stuff. Because once you have a list of places you know you can go, it's so much easier than having to try and figure it out once you've got a child. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare, not gonna lie. Okay, so next week, I, I don't think we discussed this just yet. When I was researching the topic for this week's podcast, I came across um, parents who get burnt out. Yes. And I thought that could maybe be a topic that we discuss, but yes. we can research into it a little bit more. Um, it just got really interesting for me, and uh, parental burnout's quite a yeah, serious... It is not, it's uh, very yeah, common, actually. Yes, yes, and it, and it made me think of some friends I have and things like that, so I thought it'd be an interesting topic to talk about next week. Um, but I think that's all we have to talk about today on is being a parent boring? <laughs> that did not sound boring in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very great. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone. Okay, bye. bye.